You should never start your fantasy basketball week without this information. Here are the waiver wire targets you need to focus on for week 15 of the NBA season. From the Charlotte Hornets, Dennis Smith Jr. He's only rostered in 30% of Yahoo leagues and with LaMelo Ball out for we don't know how long, this could be an opportunity for him to help you win in your matchup this week. Over the last seven days, he's averaged 6.3 points, 1.3 rebounds, 3.7 assists, and one steal. I know those are not impressive numbers, but as he gets more playing time, you'll see that Dennis Smith Jr. can help you win your matchup. Kyle Anderson from the Minnesota Timberwolves. He is rostered in 22.3% of ESPN leagues and 61% of Yahoo leagues. Listen, everyone knows that slow-mo can go. He really puts on a show. Am I rapping right now? Am I rapping? Okay, listen. Listen, your man really puts on a show when he gets the minutes. And we have Carl Anthony Towns out. We have Gobert out. There's just a lot of opportunity. In the last seven days, he's averaging one three-pointer per game, which really helps for category leagues. 12.5 points, 9.3 rebounds, seven assists, 2.3 steals, and 1.5 blocks. He's filling every single category bucket get yourself some kyle anderson next up is the rookie from the charlotte hornets mark williams mark williams is just rostered in 1.3 percent of espn leagues 11 percent of yahoo leagues listen people are talking about mason Plumley getting traded right so if he gets traded there's no telling how much playing time mark williams is gonna get so you want to get ahead of the game see if you can grab him now he does have standalone value with plumley on the team for example on january 18th at houston he had 19 minutes which is not too crazy but check this 17 points six rebounds and five blocks if you're struggling in the black category in category leagues this is an opportunity to see if he can help you win your matchup this week Next up from the Pelicans, Trey Murphy III. He's only rostered in 17.7% of ESPN leagues and 56% of Yahoo leagues. So we got Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram both out. B.I. and Zion gone. However, when they return, I still think Murphy can have some value due to his three-point shooting. So pick him up now, see if he can help you this week, and you might want to hold if you continue to see him producing at a high level. Next up from the Indiana Pacers, Isaiah Jackson. If Miles Turner gets moved out of Indiana, you best believe everybody's gonna be scrambling to grab this guy off of the waiver wire. Now, I ain't saying he's gonna be a league winner or anything crazy like that, but he does provide elite level blocks and high rebounding totals. So it's worth your while to just give it a shot. Next up from the Minnesota Timberwolves, Nas Reed. In the past, Nas was a must start when Carl Anthony Towns missed time. But with Rudy Gobert nursing an injury, he's back to being that type of streamer off the waiver wire. He's been a top 100 player over the last week. And it's, it's worth noting that he does have an expiration date on his value. He's kind of like Cinderella when the clock strikes 12. The clock is going to strike 12 when Carl Anthony Towns and Gobert are both healthy. So make sure you take advantage of it right now.
By the way, I'm Robin Marks from Game Pick Fantasy Basketball. You can connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Game Pick Podcast. If you love fantasy sports, please consider subscribing. Give this episode a like and hit the bell to turn on notifications so you don't miss any of these fantasy gems. We release new episodes every single week. Next up, we're going to talk about buy lows and sell highs. First, let's start with our buy lows. Paul George. I'm not crazy about Paul George, but what he's been doing over the last couple of days or couple of games is uncharacteristic for Paul George. Over the last seven days, he's been averaging 1.5 threes per game, which is pretty good. 14.5 points, not so good. 5.5 rebounds, eh. Eight assists, that's okay, and one steal. The points are really down. So this could be an opportunity if someone is frustrated with Paul George, see if you can send an offer and buy low on PG-13. The next buy low from the world champion Golden State Warriors, Andrew Wiggins. Now, I know you probably saw that video on social media of him at the White House checking out VP Kamala Harris. He was literally like scratching his head, looking at her like crazy town. Maybe if he wasn't paying attention to the VP on that level, his numbers would be better. Over the last seven days, he's averaging 15 points per game, mm, four rebounds, uh-uh. 3.3 assists, no, 0.3 steals, yuck. and 1.3 blocks. That's okay. Listen, Andrew Wiggins is not the top fantasy guy. However, he is a consistent contributor, and most importantly, he's better than this. Buy low on Andrew Wiggins today. And speaking of the world champion Golden State Warriors, there are actually three teams that only have two games in week 15. The Golden State Warriors, the OKC Thunder, and the Philadelphia 76ers. So be aware of that when you're grabbing people off the waiver and you're buying low or selling high. My injury buy low of the week, LaMelo Ball. People are in our Discord, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Everyone is panicking about LaMelo Ball. Concerned if he's going to get shut down. When is he coming back? Is it a serious injury? And, you know, it's worth noting that the Charlotte Hornets are pretty bad at giving injury updates. So I understand your concern. This is your opportunity, though. Somebody in your league has LaMelo, is frustrated with all of the injuries all season, and they will give you LaMelo on the cheap, on the low low, on the family dollar discount. See if you can flip some of your mid-tier players and bring back a first rounder. Now it is a risk versus reward play. If he doesn't play, you know, you'll, you, you might get burned. But if you're like, in the middle, like not really solidified in terms of your playoff position and you're fighting, this could be your home run. I would take a shot and buy low on the injured LaMelo ball. Before we cover fantasy sell highs, I want to talk about Owner's Box. Owner's Box is an official sponsor of the Game Pick Podcast. And we want to highlight their new one-of-a-kind fantasy sports format, Lightning Lineups. All you have to do is spin pick and win sign up right now and use the promo code game pick podcast owners box will match your first deposit up to five hundred dollars this is one of the largest deposit matches in the industry don't miss out to sign up just download the owners box app on android or ios and don't forget use the promo code game pick 
podcast. Now let's talk NBA fantasy sell highs. First up, this is somebody that literally was a buy low at the beginning of the week. He was featured on the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast with Josh Lloyd. Big shout out to Josh Lloyd. And he was a buy low earlier this week, but he exploded in the last couple of games. We're talking about Kyrie Irving from the Brooklyn Nets. With KD out, there's a lot on his shoulders. Check this out. On the 19th of January, he played 39 minutes, had 30 points, seven rebounds, seven assists, four steals, and two blocks. He was literally stuffing the stat sheet and helping you win in category leagues, especially if you have him on your roster. But he wasn't done. On January 20th against Utah, he played another 39 minutes. He had 48 points, 48 points, 11 rebounds, six assists, and four steals. Listen, these last two games have people on high alert. And I think if you have him on your team, this is an opportunity for you to sell high. Next up from the Golden State Warriors, we have Jordan Poole. Over the last seven days, Jordan Poole has averaged 36.8 minutes per game, 25.8 points, 4.5 rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Listen, Curry was a little banged up this week, right? So that might have something to do with it. He's coming back on Sunday, I believe. So this window is closing fast. If you can move him early in the week, you might be able to get back some tremendous value if you trade Jordan Poole. So high. From the Boston Celtics, Malcolm Brogdon. I loved Malcolm Brogdon when he played for the Bucks, when he played for the Pacers. Coming to the Celtics, it hasn't been a fantasy romance, if you will. However, he has been putting up some numbers. In the last seven days, he's averaged 31.3 minutes per game, 20 points per game, 4.7 rebounds, 2.3 assists, and 0.7 steals. I don't know if that's going to last, though. So if you have him on your roster, this might be your opportunity to sell high on Malcolm Brogdon. Next up is our world-renowned Discord Q&A, where we answer your questions to join our free private discord server of over 1400 fantasy basketball fanatics all you have to do is hit the link in the description of this episode the first question is from the most active member of our discord community the og aficionado david vega david wants to know is Giannis missing the last five games something serious maybe and here's why listen i have Giannis on my team i am a little concerned however this is what cbs says antetokounmpo has been dealing with a lingering knee issue that has kept him out of the lineup since january 11th all along the bucks have maintained that they have no concerns about this being any sort of significant injury so Giannis is out he's banged up Am I concerned? A little bit, but we have to play it out and see what happens. I wouldn't make any, you know, hasty decisions like trying to trade him right now. I would just sit tight and see what happens. The next question is from another game pick OG. This is from Aussie Boomers. He wants to know, should there be a trade deadline in fantasy leagues? And if so, when? This is a great question. And he actually asked it in TikTok the other day on a live and uh, he wanted to share it here so you guys could get this nugget. This is really good. So 
this is something that many leagues don't pay enough attention to. You want to make sure that you do have a trade deadline. So the simple answer is yes. Now, when is more complex? If you really want to be fancy and fresh, you might want to make sure your trade deadline is on the same day as the NBA trade deadline. As you know, the, the trade deadline is an exciting time for NBA fans. We're like listening to our favorite personalities. You could create that same kind of vibe in your league chat. So I would recommend making sure that you have um, your trade deadline. February 9th, I believe February 9th is the NBA trade deadline. So that's a good target date this season. What I typically do for my leagues is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is always the weekend or, or date that we shoot for. But very, very important, don't wait until March. Don't wait until March because, honestly, we should be ending our seasons in middle March, in mid-March. We should be ending our fantasy seasons. The last thing you want to do is have people making collusion-based trades towards the end of the season just so they can help their friends win or like create drama in the league. With that being said, target a trade deadline for sometime in February. And again, I would try to make it uh, February 9th, which is going to be the trade deadline for this season 2023 the next question is from broken skull 11 he wants to know Kawhi has been going off lately should we hold or sell high Ooh, you guys know it wouldn't be a game pick fantasy episode if i didn't talk about Kawhi. <laughs> listen i had somebody recently I think it was last week's episode. They were like, you really be hating on Kawhi, man. He's killing right now. He's dominating. He's doing his thing, man. Why are you so mad at Kawhi? Listen, I say it every single time. I always give the disclaimer before I start talking about Kawhi. I have the utmost respect for Kawhi Leonard as a basketball player. He's one of the best players in the league. He's a champion, two-time champion. Yo, he got a New Balance commercial. With the Harlow guy? Yo, I'm not mad at Kawhi Leonard. Fun guy, all good. But for fantasy? For fantasy? Not so fun. There's no new balance. There's no old balance. It's, it's nothing. It's like, I'm resting. I'm not playing back-to-backs. I'm the godfather of load management. I want nothing to do with it in fantasy, yo. Nothing. So... If for some reason you were one of those unlucky souls who drafted Kawhi Leonard, oh yeah, you sell high. Because he has been putting up some numbers. But I promise you, what's going to happen if you hold, you're going to go past the trade deadline and you're going to get burnt. So with that being said, I would strongly recommend selling high on Kawhi. The next question is from Blending. Blending wants to know, is it bad to have a few players on the same team? I think what he's saying here, is it okay to have players on your fantasy squad who all play for one team? Like having Kyrie, KD, Nick Claxton, and Joe Harris on your team. And the simple answer is maybe. It depends on how many you have, right? So for me, I'm not trying to be a homer. I'm a big time, big time John Morant fan. 
Memphis Grizzlies fan. I also like the Atlanta Hawks too, right? But, you know, I'm a reformed Jordan fan who has some huge issues with my hometown teams in, in New York. Even though I want the Nets to win, I don't got no love for the Knicks. But with that being said, I'm not a homer. I'm not drafting John Morant with the first pick because I love John Morant. And then I'm not taking my second pick as Jaron Jackson Jr. If people like, you know, LeBron James were on the board. With that said, it, it's it's okay to have a couple of guys from the same team, but it's not okay to have like four or five guys. And it's not about them being on the same team. It's about schedules. There's high quality games and low quality games in fantasy basketball for high quality games it's when not so many teams are playing or uh so few teams are playing that you're able to you know put all of your players into your roster and not have players sitting on the bench when you have low quality uh games or days i should say that's when your players you have so many players that you have players on the bench. So suppose you have all Minnesota players and they have a low quality day, then you have five players who are playing on that day. So you want to kind of spread it out. I would say to be safe for, for, for players that you're holding, I would say two. That would that's where I am. I wouldn't for for the Atlanta Hawks, I don't want DeJounte Trey and John Collins. I'll take like DeJounte and Trey. I wouldn't take the John Collins. Now, if in fact you're in a draft and you have to like take a person because the value is there, I understand that, but then I would try to trade them later so you're not sitting with that. Um, you know, having so many players from the same team. If you need help with your team, please drop a comment with your questions. I will respond to every single comment on this video. If you want to learn our proven strategy for executing fantasy sports trades, please check out the next episode that pops up on your screen. And don't forget, play the waivers, set your lineups, and follow Game Pick, your freaking fantasy nerd. Oh, <laughs>